Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined over distance by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? You know, I was better before I read the angel dog story today. Just the angel now. dog story dropped today from GR Dialogues. Gets made us both weepy. All, all fun and games. And it still gets you. Still kicked me in the butt. Yep. It's a lighthearted it's not one. As, it's not as sad as the other ones, but then, then it got us at the end. Yeah. Well done, well, it's, GR Dialogues. Indeed. The cocktail of the week this week that roughly 5,000 people have sent me is the Indictment Cocktail. The Indictment Cocktail is a white Russian beneath a thin orange skin and fake gold leaf garnish. <laughs> you just search on social media for the Indictment <sighs> Cocktail. You can find a picture of it. I had to do it because 5,000 people sent it to me. Fair enough. Also, white Russians are delish. Yes, true. I'm so tired. <laughs> With all this stuff. We don't need to talk about it. This is our podcast. No, that's the whole point of this is that we don't talk about it. Speaking of stolen elections, it's time for Administrative (laughs) Corner. (laughs) Excellent segue. I love Administrative Corner, and I like where you're going with this. Mako, Florida Keys Sheriff Dog, is in the final round of voting for the Florida Sheriff's Association canine March Madness bracket. When does it close? Friday at 5 p.m. But there have been accusations of Chinese bots voting for Mako. Oh, my God. Because all the Golden Ratio people come in and vote. And apparently there's some that have foreign sounding names to those people in mainland. Oh, my goodness. And so they have moved the voting off of Facebook and onto some terrible, terrible poll site. It is bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh so if you don't have a Facebook account, good news, you can vote for Mako. On the other hand, like you don't just get to click a little Facebook reaction. It like what, verifies you through your email address is stupid. Uh, it's not really they, two-factor authentication, though, or anything like that. Right? No, you put in your email and they like email you a code and then you type the code in. So, uh, yeah, they're very worried about election interference up there on the mainland. Jeez. Uh, it's dumb. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so please come to Twitter and look for our link or go to Facebook and look for the Florida Sheriff's Association and vote for Mako. So the Keys dog can win. Uh, Keys dog is currently down like 34 to 66%. So we got some making up to do. Yeah, because it's somehow garbage. Remember, Mako believes in Shut the Fuck Up Friday <laughs> and needs your vote. Yes, exactly. Mako needs your vote. Yep. Uh, so that's it for administrative quarter. Exercise democracy. Woo! No. Time for dog updates. Okay. You have returneth to the Florida Keys with Hopper T Dog. Yes. I am in Maryland. You are in Florida. <laughs> Uh, that was 86 is. today here in Maryland, which is very weird for the beginning of April. Yeah. But I liked it. <laughs> Uh, it was 84 anyway, here. What the heck? It's it full, was definitely full, felt hotter there than here. Well, to me it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how's Hopper T. Dog settling? And how was your return trip? How's, she how's everything? She was a great driving companion. She has, in the past, been kind of stressed while we drive. Yep. And she, like, pants hard. The whole time that's that's been the problem yep um this one 
this trip she really didn't. And I don't know if it was the fentanyl <laughs> or just the fact that I had her only in the back seat, not all the way in the back, and I was petting her, I'd say 80% of the time. We also had an orthopedic bed in the back seat for her. Yeah. So it was extra squeeze. I may need a new shoulder now from bending backwards all the time, <laughs> petting her. Um, but she, but she was quite relaxed for her. And it was, you know, it was a little challenging lifting her in and out all the time. Um, but she did great, right? She ate, she drank, she, you know, went to the bathroom when she needed to. I mean, it was, it was a, she was a, a great passenger, did not create any more stress. Good job, Hops. Yep. She seems to be doing better. Like she's moving around a little easier from what it seems to me. I think so too. And so, I mean, they gave her not just a cortisone shot that had like, you know, joint fluid stuff Lubricating. Yeah, yeah. in there. So that may be helping her arthritis. Um, they also gave her a new pain med that works with, with the other one. So it's not instead of, it's a sort of parallel to, and that, so that may be working too. I agree that she is, um, moving more and, and better. She, and she's yeah. not, she's not, um, she doesn't seem to be in, in pain when she's lying down in the house. Like she, she meters, but yeah. that's for me to pet her. And it's much no less. No fentanyl right now. Correct. Correct. So that's good. Yeah. I can tell the difference. She was kind of doped up on the fentanyl. Like her eyes looked a little droopy and she was a little fentanyl-y. I mean, she was in a lot of pain, so it was like a worthwhile trade, but it's good that she's doing better Totally, now. yeah. So far, so far, so good. She went swimming again today and loved it, although was huffy that I didn't throw a ball for her. Like, yeah, Will Hops knew. You know, tossing her head side to side, woofling <laughs> that, that I just would not engage with the ball. I was like, this is the rule. Sassy. We're not doing a ball because you do stupid stuff and you swim around. Yep, yep, yep. And if you don't, then Gawak will mess it up and, and make you swim around. So, no kidding. You know, it's a controlled environment with no ball when you're in the water hops. Yep. We did, uh, I know I mentioned this before, but we did get her front wheeled cart and it just requires more kind of adjustments and fittings. So, when I get home this weekend, I am going to work on that and, um, you know, it's great that she's moving around now, but if, if we can get her to use the cart, that's just going to be less steps on that elbow every day. And that's better, right? Good good to have her using that. Yeah. Uh, not that she'd use it in the house. I mean, it's way too big to use in our little house. But <laughs> Smash right into the next wall. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, kind of like a pinball. But she could use it in the yard for sure if she wants to. Yeah, she. I think she, she would be good. Um. It just reminds me of that. I think it was a TikTok or a reel where someone puts their, has their smaller dog in a, in a cart and the dog just goes sprinting towards the pool and just jumps into the pool with the cart and everything. No, man, that dog's a golden. Was it a golden? There's a golden in that video, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes me a little nervous. Right into the pool. We'll have to supervise Hops <laughs> carefully because she might get exuberant too and take, oh, a, yeah. take a leap off the dock or something. No cart without observation. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so yeah, so that's Hopper T. She's she's doing better. Uh, Gear dog sitter was with the squad until Monday. She did a great job. Uh, they're now all spoiled because I think she took them swimming like two or three times a day. And yeah, they're looking at me 
quite expectantly and they're they're slightly disappointed i'd say they're a little critical that i am not that nice lady she did very good job taking care of them they are they were loved a lot it seems like she even wants to come back and do it again. Which is, I thought maybe we'd like get her to do it this one time, and then she'd be like, "That was great, but it was a little too much." <laughs> maybe no, maybe she's, she's just like, being oh, yeah, polite. I, I think she's just being polite. <laughs> I did ask her about some other days, and she said she'd check, but I have not heard back from her yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. Is the new no? <laughs> uh, I used to have a. a one of the guys I dated in college, his line was, or I'd be like, could you do this thing? And then his line would be, I'll try. <laughs> and I'll be like, do it or don't do it. I know what I'll try yeah. means. That means no. Like, are you going to do it or are you going to not do it? This isn't hard. You don't have to try and maybe fail. You're just going to do it or not. <laughs> he got real mad when I translated it. Like, I'll try clearly was a line that had worked for him for a long time with people. And I was like, no, that, that just means you're not going to say anything. Like, do it or don't do it. Like, I'm not accepting I'll try as an answer. You get real mad. I'll try is kind of a, it's, it's clearly a, a no. Yeah. My mom's line was always, I'll think about it. Yeah. I, Mom, I, can I go to this thing? Yeah. I'll think about That's it. That's a classic yeah, parent no. thing too. Yeah. 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 I'll think about it. That's a, that's a no. <laughs> there was one time though in middle school, I think middle school, maybe freshman year of high school, where there was like, I think one of the girls on the cross country team was having like a party at a roller rink or something. Ooh. And like the whole team was going, we were going, they were going like from a meet to this roller skating thing, I think. And I was like, there's no way my mom is going to let me do this. Like, I think she was going to like getting her master's degree at the time, you know, and she was driving like an hour each way to school and working. And my dad had just like started the business. And I was like, she's not going to let me go to this thing. And so I didn't even ask. And uh, she came and picked me up from the cross country meet. And I was all sad because like the whole team was going to this thing. And she's like, why are you sad? And I was like, well, they're all going to this thing. And she's like, why aren't you going? And I was like, because I know you would have told me no. And she's like, you didn't even ask me. Why didn't you ask? And I was like, mom, you would have told me no. Come on. You can't, you can't pretend now that you would have said yes. <laughs> you would have said, I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So that's so she didn't, Petit Dog. She did not drive you to the rink. No. She could have, no. but did not. Well, you know, I think, I think there probably was like an RSVP process that I didn't do. Cause I'm like, I'm not even going to bother asking. I know she's too busy mm. and I can't go. Mm. Uh, so I, I, it wasn't really an option for me to go. At that point, maybe if I had asked her, she actually would have said yes. Yeah. But I got a lot of I'll think about it. And she was super busy. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I, I look at how complicated our lives are with these five dogs. And I cannot imagine raising a couple of kids that are like doing stuff, but not old enough to drive themselves around. And then like also working and going to school. I don't understand how parents do this. It's hard. a huge amount. Of, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So, I, you know, I am empathetic to the, uh, I'll think about it, like, I've got other shit to do besides, like, drive you to a roller skating party. Yeah. But, but you could, uh, but, yeah. I mean, there are ways, right? There are, like, other teammates that are old enough or you're always psyched when one of the kids turns 16. Then then you got to drive yeah, this I think this was middle school. Mm-hmm. So no one was driving. Anyway, this is not about my This is childhood about, I'll think life. about it. And this is about. 
GR dog sitter. Yeah, she did a great job. Uh, other dog news. We don't have a lot of dog news because we were away from the dogs for a lot of the week. But Ingo drove back from Maryland. We saw each other on Friday. Uh, Thursday in Maryland. I flew up yep. in Maryland. You had driven here with hops. I flew up here and I went on my way up to Harvard on Friday, but we were here together on Thursday night and we went out to dinner and that was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on Sunday, before I got back from Harvard, you left on your way down to the keys with <coughs> hops. You did your drive. Yep. And so you got back on Monday. It's Wednesday right now. So there hasn't been a lot of time, but as Ingo was about an hour from our house on a thousand mile drive, twelve hundred. Was it 1,200 from here to the Keys? From here to, yes, from where you are to where I am is 1,200 miles. 1,200 miles and like 3,200 miles round trip in the week. Uh, He's an hour from the house and I was like, hey, Ingo, uh, I know exactly what you want to do, which is get home and then drive some more. (laughs) Uh, But I just got a call from the vet and they are in desperate need of a blood donor for a dog and Guac has signed up for that. Uh, Do you mind bringing Guac in? And Ingo was like, of course. I'll bring walk in. Are you kind of saving a dog? Of course, we're going to drive 20 more minutes. It's not a problem. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, and you did. And so Guac did his very first blood donation on Monday night um, for a dog who like was so out of blood that she couldn't even stand up. And uh, by Tuesday, she was up and walking. So doing better. Dogs have blood types, it turns out, and you got to match the blood type to the dog, except for the first time a dog receives blood, they can get any kind. It's a real loophole. Their body doesn't recognize it as foreign, but then after that, you have to match them. So there is a universal donor, just like with people. They have different blood types than people. There is a universal donor type. I don't know what type guac is. Um, And then they could get the universal donor or their actual blood type. And there's something so. about greyhounds that makes them good donors. Yeah, I've heard that from a few people in addition to you. Um, yes. Uh, but anyway, Guac did a great job. He uh, So they bring him in, they sedate him because they take the blood out of the jugular vein in the neck so they can't really move while they're getting the blood out. Uh, he's been real doped up. He's getting better, but he definitely could tell he went through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little shell-shocked the first day after, yeah. I was texting with the vet on Tuesday and I was like, yeah, you know, he's kind of woozy. And I sent him one of the videos of like Guac kind of falling asleep while he was trying to sit up in bed. And she's like, oh, we're going to go lighter on the uh, sedative next time. He's a cheap date. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a little out of it, but they all loved him there. Apparently he was on very good behavior and was a, was a sweet boy. And, and hero lifesaver guacamole. Hero lifesaver guacamole. He really did a good job. Yeah, he, he, he gets did. the credit, not me. You did a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone would have, if you can drive 20 minutes to save a dog, you would do it. Everyone would do it. Of course. Of I course. just had the opportunity. That's almost luck. Yeah. All right. So that's it for dog updates. I have a good rambling story, though. So this is not Taste of the Keys. Okay. Uh, but it's good. All right. So this is from AP News. New York patients ambulance joyride ends when police spike tires. Ooh, that's you know I love that's got your tire spikes in it. Yeah, love the tire spikes. Terrytown, New York. A patient stole the ambulance that had taken him to a New York City hospital. <laughs> Wasn't very sick. 
and took it on a 25-mile joyride uh. that ended when the state police used a spike strip to stop him, authorities say. The incident unfolded early Thursday after a 47-year-old man was taken to Mount Sinai Morningside Hospital in Manhattan for observation. observation. The ambulance he had written... The ambulance he had ridden in was sitting outside the hospital, unlocked, unoccupied, and with the keys in the ignition when the man left the facility just before 5 a.m., a New York City police spokesperson said. The man got in and drove off. (laughs) The ambulance was tracked by GPS heading north through Westchester County on Interstate 87. State troopers spotted the ambulance near Terrytown and tried to stop it. The driver failed to stop and the troopers gave chase. The runaway ambulance was finally stopped when troopers put a tire spiking device on the Mario M. Cuomo bridge that spans the Hudson River. The ambulance's tires deflated when the man tried to cross the bridge. (laughs) It worked. The man arrested on charges including grand larceny, criminal possession of stolen property, unlawful fleeing a police officer in a motor vehicle, and driving while intoxicated, police said. Now that, that tells you something right there. A spokesperson for the Mount Sinai Hospital decided... Uh, declined to comment on the joyride and we can only assume he was taken to jail. <laughs> he wasn't observed very closely if he could just wander out. Also, he must, don't yeah. mess with ambulances and fire trucks for Pete's sake. Steal a cop car. No! Come on. <laughs> if you're going to steal something that isn't going to directly impact people, steal a cop car. That is not legal advice. We actually do not recommend that you steal But a if cop you're going to steal one of the first responders' oh cars... God, Ingo, stop it! <laughs> Not a, I mean, not an ambulance. They need to save people. Uh, <laughs> we're not recommending anybody steal a cop car. Don't add us. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no. Oh, and go. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> stum, stum. I'm not saying anything. It's almost Friday. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And go. My battery, my computer is showing me the red low battery light, and my plugs are all full. So... What are you going to do? Uh, we better hurry up and do German Word of the Week. Wait, this is how short it's going to be? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't deal. <laughs> I, I mean, I, hang on. Let me push this button. <laughs> Aren't you a computer professor? Professor of computer? I, you know Plug what? the freaking thing in. <laughs> it's got a fixed number of holes. Uh, I, just don't, I mean, okay. Unplug something else. <laughs> Or is some of that your some of your secret research? All right, I'm plugged in. This is very profesh. You plugging stuff around in your computer. <laughs> Look, I switched my network connection to do that. So. I'm. I I don't even know what that means. It probably isn't a big deal. <laughs> you probably just pulled a plug. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. We don't need to talk. About All right. You want this long podcast? What are you going to talk about? I'm just going to update on my parents' trip. They're They've oh. they've done miraculous things and gotten a GPS and gotten a SIM card. They swapped out their rental they did car, also, which they do every fucking this how, time. This is how they go. Every time they go somewhere, they trade their <laughs> they, rental car in. They at have an point. absolute hundred percent track record in on two continents now of of getting <laughs> a car and then for some reason switching it out somewhere. Yeah, they like drive to a random airport and are like, "This rental car is unacceptable." It's defective. We, need a we new do one. not like it. Defective. Yeah, that's what they say. It's defective. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get a GPS. Fair enough. 
But my dad also said it was defective. It was not defective. He drove from Atlanta fine. to here in it. It was not defective. But now they have a GPS and now they have That's good. Now they have uh, a phone and they're texting me their adventures. They're in Mobile, Alabama now. When are they are they going to New Orleans tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's close. I think it's close. Isn't it a couple hours? We we looked it up. So I think it should that's be good. Right. No. No. Well, good. You know, they seem to be having a good time and doing stuff and there's no they crises. Seem to be Everything's okay. <laughs> they, haven't, yes. they haven't threatened themselves or others with damage. That's good. I bet this is how my mom felt when I was like, you know, 22 years old. And I was like, I'm going to drive old Route 66 out to California and back. And I just, and then, you know, no cell phones. And I'd be like, yes, I'm in Valmy, Nevada. I'm in Claremore, Oklahoma. On a pay phone. Oh, on a pay yeah. phone. Oh, my car broke down. I don't seem to have a transmission anymore. I'll figure figure out how to get home. Uh, yeah, I remember that my happened. car breaking down on cross-country trips. And I, I don't know what I, I don't know how I called places. I must have just, myself, I mean, call like the operator and ask for a tow truck or something. I mean, it's, I don't remember my, how I did it. Yellow pages. My car, my very new car at the time, lost its transmission it only had first gear it was an automatic but all the gears went away except first gear <laughs> outside Valmy, nevada so i drove on the shoulder for like five miles <laughs> drove slow yeah. to Valmy, nevada which was just like a post office in a gas station mm. i called like the chevrolet 1-800 line oh yeah um waited for like three hours they towed us back to winnemucca the bustling oh yeah of Winnemucca, <laughs> nevada it's in that johnny cash song because he's been everywhere. Yeah. yeah. One of them's Winnemucca. <laughs> it's the beginning. Like, I was driving down an old and dusty Winnemucca road. Wow. It's like the very opening. Uh, that's not quite the right lyrics. Anyway, got back to Winnemucca, tried to rent a car to drive to Reno, and there were no rental cars. And so hitchhiked with my boyfriend at the time, a ride from... Winnemucca to Reno, except we had to stop in O'Fallon to like drop off or pick up like the two year old of the oh, guy Fallon. driving us. Yeah. What is that? And the boy the boyfriend left his wallet in the car of the guy who drove us. So uh, he dropped us off at the Reno airport. Boyfriend has no ID, no credit card, uh, no anything. I had to and I didn't have like my credit card had like a three hundred dollar limit. So I was trying to buy us tickets for the next day to f fly to Chicago, and I didn't have enough money. Like I couldn't charge them. I had to write a check. I think I floated the check. <laughs> I wrote a check for money I didn't have in my account, but it took you know three days to cash it at that point. And I was like, I'll solve this problem when I am back. And did you uh, post date it? There was did, a, you, did you say don't cash this for three days? <laughs> no, no, I did. I was like, it's going to be it's fine. Cold. Like it's after hours. It's cold. I, I think it was a Friday or a Saturday. So I was like, I definitely have till Monday. Uh, but there was a biker convention in Ugh. Reno. So there were no hotels available. So I had to sleep in the airport, but they were doing construction and they were like using these like cement saws to oh cut out these old this support pillars. This is terrible. It was the worst. Oh. I, yeah. So I slept next to like this concrete saw sawing oh, all night. No. Somehow the boyfriend got on the plane. I mean, this was pre 9-11 so just barely but it was pre 9-11 so he was able to get on without an id this and, is a uh, terrible story 
flew back. Yeah. And then like they, my car stayed in Winnemucca for like a month while they tried to fix the transmission. I think they put like two or three transmissions in and they didn't work. And then finally it was fixed. And my grandfather was a car dealer. So he had some service where they basically arranged someone to drive the car back. It was just like this girl driving cross country. And like, you know, I think they paid her a few hundred dollars. She drove my car, but there was still a problem. And she had to put transmission fluid in it. Like every few hundred miles, she'd have to stop at a gas station and put transmission. She made it and then it died. I didn't have that car for like six months. Oh, that that car was 11. That was a terrible car. It had problem forever, for forever. It never was okay. Like it was not that bad, but it ended up, overheating at one point when it died and like i popped the hood and the engine was like red <laughs> yeah Jeez. that's when the, the the cicadas that you came up here to see with Vlutes, yeah 17 years uh that was 17 years before that because the cicadas were out and i have a bug phobia and i had to pull off on the side of the road and they're oh. we just getting like dive bombed by and cicadas you're like ankle deep get, like, in dead cicadas yeah yeah and they're buzzing around and, uh, but your engine was keeping yeah. them away because they burned up in the atmosphere. They didn't do anything to the engine. No, that's true. Oh, yeah. I had to like park it. I managed to like make it to campus, and I I was like trying to go teach my class at GW. I ended up having to take the metro. Wait, this in, is and a I was, like, different car. This is the same, oh, same car. car. It really was a terrible yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. Would, I mean, I loved that little car, but it it was not okay. It had a lot of problems. Yeah. You know, cell phones are good anyway, for stuff like that. Cell phones for, the, for stuff real, like that. Really important. Yeah. Yes, but I imagine that my mom was stressed about my travels, as we are now, especially you are stressed about your parents' <laughs> travels, know. where they're just like, "Yeah, we're just going to stop places and like see what happens." Yeah, they don't make reservations or they don't check availability. I bet they just walk into like the, you know, Holiday Inn Express or like we would like a room, and they're like, maybe. <laughs> it's fine (laughs) i mean on that route 66 trip that was what i did and i mean there was a time stressful i it was so stressful we were gonna stay in san francisco and it's like the only hotel was like 500 bucks a night which i absolutely couldn't afford and we just drove for hours and hours like getting off on exits going to the like hotels that were around they were full getting back in the car driving to the next exit it was terrible there's a real lesson on planning trips yeah, for me. But it's such a, I know you definitely have reacted to this, but it's such a, also, I hate the rejection. Like going in all <laughs> hopeful and being like, oh, yeah, I'd like a room. And they're like, no, <laughs> no, go away. It's terrible. It's biblically bad. Yeah. I got to say, I don't react to the rejection the same I have, as you. I'm just like, I'm tired. And want I have to a low back. threshold for that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, no, that's right. And it gets later and later and later. And you just have, it's just, oh, it's hopeless. Yeah. Uh, what's the German word of the week? There's just a comment and then a German word. Someone, okay. a friend of the squad wrote in and said, there's TikToks going around that Germans trying to speak English have a really hard time pronouncing the word squirrel. 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 It's a, I mean, it is, it's got, it's a mouthful even for, for me, but I mean, I can say it because I, you know, assimilate into my, any culture, <laughs> like some kind of creature that assimilates. <laughs> but I think they, they have a real hard time with the SQ sound. Squirrel. Squirrel. That's sort of how they say it. They get that E in there. Squirrel. Yeah. Because we have the V, right? We have that sharp V. 
uh, squirrel, squirrel. I mean, I, I can't think if there are many German words that are really hard to, to pronounce for Americans, like anything with the, the back of the throat, R. Schmetterling. Naturwissenschaft. Naturwissenschaft. So that, that's one thing, squirrel. Um, but the word of the week is going to be schmierfink. I don't think I've said that one before, have I? I've told schmierfink. Which means you have not done it. Which means kind of like smear think finch. Finch is a bird. Uh, it's a, like anyone who does graffiti is a schmear think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's very derogatory. Huh. So it's not like graffiti artist. It's like graffiti vandal. vandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmear think. Schmear think. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Good one. Yeah. A lot of a lot of graffiti in Germany, so you know. There's a word for it. Ma. No. All right. Anything else? Mm, nothing off the top of my head, no. Oh, oh, thanks for sending me everyone's sending me um letters and cards now to the PO box because <laughs> I said that I like getting and I do like getting them. So thank you very much. To everyone who sent something, you know who you are. Uh, it is appreciated. It's very fun to get these. Uh, feels like Christmas every time. Yeah, definitely is working. He's like, look at all this stuff we got. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's working. Thank you. Yeah. So that's, that's all I have. All right. Yep. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back together. Uh oh. No, we won't. You'll be up here next week, won't you? And I'll be in Florida. <laughs> well, yep. of course. Of course we will. We we will reunite for a few days That's in right. between. We'll see then... each other, but we won't be talking to you all. We will podcast. Maybe we'll podcast like Monday night instead of Wednesday. It's possible. Night That's true. Week. We could do it. We'll we'll it's better when we're in the same room. Yeah, I agree. I could see your nice you face. You could look at the video, but you know. Your video is off. Oh, yeah. Well, in. Th- there's just an eye. <laughs> uh, not my eye eyeball. It's an eye for Ingo. The letter I. Yes. <laughs> it's not as nice as your face. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't put anyone in the stairs. That's right. You. Bye. Bye. <laughs>